Welcome back, everybody. This is the Blackwash Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Sampson, with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. And today, first of all, let me, let me just start off. Let me just come out the gate. I owe you all an apology. And the reason why I owe you guys an apology is all year I've been giving you out various sports bets. Some of them are good bets. Some of them are, were bad bets. And last week, I didn't give you guys any bets. I felt like, hey, there's no college football. I'm just not going to, you know, not going to give you guys any bets today. And this was the week I ended up hitting 20 for 20 off of $2, making it into $3,000. And like I said, it absolutely breaks my heart that, you know, I, I, I did not, you know, think to post it, uh, post picks last week, and you guys missed out on that. So hopefully we can get some bats out there that'll bring some of you guys to the windows and rectify that situation. But that leads me to this. So today, my one of my sisters, not my cousin who I call my sister today, but one of my sisters who also took my bets that I told her, hey, this is this is a good bet to have. You, you should give me some money. I'll put in a ticket for you and you can have a ticket too. She gave me her $2. I put in her bet and just like me, her picks were the same as my picks and she won today too. So we go down to the casino. We, um, she, she hands them the ticket. Uh, we sit there, we wait. The guy was like, okay, I have to certify the ticket, make sure it's legitimate, no problem. And the next thing we know, some other customer walks up there, grabs the ticket and walks out. The, the person who works at the sports book comes out. I tell them, hey, somebody just took my sister's ticket. They, uh, they confront the gentleman. They say, hey, by the way, like, yo, did you just take somebody's ticket? And he goes, no, I didn't take it. But, you know, long story short, he ultimately took it. They had to put a freeze on my sister's ticket. Ultimately, my sister got paid, so no harm, no foul. But that, I just say that to say this. I'm starting to think, like, with all the things in the media, because here's the thing. I want to say, like, I looked at this cat from the beginning, and I was kind of, like, suspicious about him. You know, he's the, it was, he was the walking stereotype of the boogeyman that the news media has told you to be afraid of. A tall black man with dreads, heavy set. He had a beanie on, he had a, a big hooded sweatshirt on, he had sweats that, that he was sagging and all this stuff. And it's like the, the spinning image of the archetype that we've been told as a society, this, this, is the, this is the face of the threat. This is somebody you should be worried about. But me as a black man, knowing the, the untrue nature of that stereotype, I was like, yo, like, homies seem off, but it's, you know, that, that's just what it is. That's just, that's just some, uh, you've been watching too much of the news. Man, leave that brother alone. That brother ain't doing you no, no harm, no foul. So it, it begs the question that as black people who know that sometimes that there is things that we do as a, like, as I wouldn't say we do, that people in our community do that fits the stereotype. To what degree of caution are we allowed to have before we are a sellout to our own people? To we have drunk the news media's Kool-Aid. 
And before I get too much into that, I want to hear your opinion on that, Dasni. Is is it drinking the news media's Kool-Aid when you say this person fits the description of somebody I need to be worried about? Or is it just taking precaution? Because as we talked about in our Urge to Purge episode, shit's getting crazy out here. No, absolutely. And I definitely agree with you that we're definitely sipping the Kool-Aid. But I mean, I don't want to be oblivious that, you know, there isn't crime going on out here in the media is publicizing, you know, people of our race doing crimes. And, you know, it's inflaming us and making us think in a particular way, like these are bad people. Like, of course, there's been these smash and grabs, which I just don't see what the big fucking deal is. Like, no one's been hurt. Of course, it's a crime. You should be penalized for the crime. Absolutely. But also there've been some like armed robbery, some homicides, like things of that nature. And I really think that the media is really playing a big role in how we perceive dangerous situations because I even had my own personal situation this weekend where, you know, I went to the bank and like I said on the last episode, you know, like I've even had like close friends and family members telling me like, oh, you need to be aware of your surroundings, like women are being targeted, like you would be a great target because, you know, um, you know, I'm just, I don't have any weapons on me. We don't, we're not in an open carry state also, which I think is a big factor because I don't think all these crimes are going on in Texas where people just have their guns on them and they're ready to shoot somebody. So I was leaving out of the bank and I seen a car like slow down in front of me with like four black males in it. And I was like thinking because of everything that I've been seeing on social media, seeing, um, listening to friends telling me, cousins telling me like, oh, I was like, damn, I'm about to get robbed because I just got cash out. Like this is the perfect opportunity. And you know, it ended up being like the guys in the car were trying to like talk to me, whatever. Before all of this happened, like four months ago, I would have been like, oh my God, like these guys are about to try to say something to me and I don't feel like talking. Like that's what would have been in my mind, which was the actual situation. But I took that situation wrong. And I think that plays a role in how a lot of different people see our race, which is wrong because we're only publicizing what we wanna see. Now I want everyone to keep in mind that, you know, this is the holidays. This is where crime is a little bit higher than the rest of the year, but homicide rates are like tripled in big cities. And we have to keep in mind that black people are still the minority. So for it to triple, other races are partaking in this killing spree that's going on right now. But we're only seeing in the media like what they want to show us. And yes, okay, there's a smash and grab. There was this incident with this elderly lady and the suspect is black. And I mean, there's been some other situations that I've seen on social media where there's been armed robbery, robbing people in the, in the street in broad daylight. We've seen killings of rappers and it's been, you know, black people who are the perpetrators. But I just feel like we aren't looking at other people who are actually partaking in these same crimes because that's not what the media or social media is showing us. I think that's a very fair point. And like I said, that, that kind of goes back with my question on 
how much of it is like, hey, I should have a reasonable amount of caution when I'm approached by any individual that I don't know versus, hey, was my feeling towards that individual predicated on this? And, and here's the thing. I also say, like, let, let, me, let me put this on the table. I feel like there's a lot that goes into it that I hate plays a part. Like, for whatever reason, is like, and, and I feel like it's, it's, the, it's, a, it's the mentality that you kind of been brainwashed to have. I feel like if that same individual would have been in a suit and a tie and just sitting there hanging out, like, I, I wonder if I would have gotten that same feeling like, yo, what's dude over there doing? Like, what's his intention? Like, it seems like he's up to no good versus somebody who's just in their everyday wear. And I say that, and I say that as someone who my cousin can attest to, I wear sweats or basketball shorts and a hoodie 95% of the time. That is my aesthetic. That is, that is my modus operandi. So, and, and my slides, anybody who knows me will say like, when you catch Larry, that's how you gonna catch him 95% of the time. So I say that fully understanding that when I do that, I can make certain people uncomfortable. I'm a little lighter now, but especially when I used to be 240, 250, I can, I can understand somebody looking at me and be like, yo, like this dude got his basketball shorts on, his hoodie, he got some slides on, like what's this cat up to? And I feel like it pains me to say that, but I, I want to know where that line is between being able to say, yo, this is just reasonable precaution. You should be worried. You don't know anybody. Anybody can do you harm versus, hey, there's something about, you know, the way that you have been told certain people within your community act that has made you overly worrisome when there's not a reason to be. It's just a psychological effect. I think that's literally what it is because you use that example of what the clothing is that someone has on. Now we know that there could be like very smart billionaires who wear casual clothes where a person could be, you know, like just not smart and broke as ever in a suit. But we're taught that, oh, this professional look is good and, you know, less casual streetwear is not so good just like when you're young and you're in elementary school and there's just colors we know that the color red is bad but you know the color green is good like not even thinking about it like it's just a self-conscious thought so I think we're just programmed to think in this matter but to my defense now we're talking about like what's good and what's bad if it was a car full of or white men, I probably would have felt the same way. Would you really, or would their attire made a difference or like, what were all the factors? Do you think it was just that it was, do you think it was because it was a group of black men? Do you think it was because it was a group of black men in a certain attire or in a certain car, listening to certain music? Like what were all the factors that if you were gonna be honest, 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 you say would play a role into that feeling of, oh my gosh, am I unsafe? Or do you, do you just attribute it all simply to your, your, your mental state going into the interaction because of all the things that you, you talk to with you know, your cousin or, or on TV? Or do you think it's just a combination of everything? I think it's just 
a combination of everything and just who I am as a person being like a female by myself and being outnumbered by a group of men is just a little bit intimidating as well so that's why I I don't I could they were sitting in a car I could not tell like what kind of attire they had on or anything like that it's just that just how the situation was going like it could have been a drive-by like it could have been like whatever that is what was going through my mind and it was wrong I I here's the thing so you're saying it's wrong and that was part of my question is it wrong or you just are people just being no know. it's wrong I don't want to be like that but here's the thing but here's the thing here's but this the is thing. what society has conditioned me to think at. but here's the thing and this is different from like our, our discussion that we had on a judicial system where you know we say I always say it's better in the court the eyes of a court to let a guilty man go free than to put an innocent man behind bars that's the that's the position that I hold just as a, a person. I was like, you know, it's it's way worse to have somebody who didn't do anything wrong be locked up against their will. However, in the circumstances of non-legal system thing, I think it's better to assume that somebody is coming to do you harm and and be wrong as long as you didn't, you know, go out and shoot them or or do anything or just like, yo, you. I, I feel like you're going you're gonna to do me harm, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my distance. I'm going to be extra precautious. I'm going to be on high alert versus to say, like, yo, oh, I don't think anybody's going to do me anything. And next thing you know, they, gonna, they come and try to do something. And this is why I say that. I give you this example. I remember once when I was younger, I was out there training. You know, I was training when I was playing ball. I was running and I was doing sprints. And it was late at night. It might have been like 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning. And these kids, these group of kids, it was about four or five of them, came up to me and said, hey, can we use your phone? And I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, like, this is an odd time for y'all to be out. Like, why? Well, I take it back. It probably wasn't midnight. It was probably like 10 or 11. But I'm like, it's still odd time for y'all to be out. And it's like, y'all don't have phones at this time? Like, who the fuck doesn't have a phone? But also, I'm like, yo, if these kids are out here. I don't want these kids to be stranded. So I was like, yeah, you can, you can use my phone. But I said, hey. Y'all four stay over here. One of y'all can come over here and use the phone. They used the phone. They called. No, no harm, no foul. Somebody came. Their ride came, and they legitimately came to pick them up. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, no problem. Okay, they legitimately just needed the phone, and there was no issue. But like, I, I took an abundance of caution. However, I have a friend who says, hey, I didn't take that abundance of caution, and I was jumped before. And he was like, hey, somebody was like, hey, oh, can I use your phone? And I took the phone, they punched me, and they ran off with my phone. Next day, he came out, black eye, no cell phone. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, damn, I'm, I'm glad that I just assume everybody trying to do something and, and just naturally protective over just, you know, assuming everybody's your buddy and everybody's your friend. Because my mistake of thinking that these kids was trying to pull a fast one on me just resulted in, you know, me looking like maybe like, yo, what's this dude on? His mistake of thinking, oh, this is a guy who just legitimately wants to use my phone resulted in him with a black eye and no phone. Now, here is my issue with what you're saying, and we can play little devil's advocate here. Your mindset 
about situations is kind of how the police interact with the community right now. I'm going to shoot first and ask questions later because I have to be precaution. I don't know if you have a gun or not. But here's the thing. And, and, that's why, and that's why I make the distinction is because there's a finality of shooting. So if I had a gun on me at the time and motherfucker came up to me and I was like, oh, no, nah, fuck, y'all trying to jump me. Boom, 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 boom. And I shot you. That's, that's, that's an overstep. That's, and like I said, this is what the discussion is about, about finding what is the right level of precaution versus an overreaction versus feeding into the narrative that you've kind of been that has been ingrained to you by the media. So when I say like I I took the precaution of hey four of you stay over there, one of you come over here, use the phone, and then go over there. That I feel like of course is a reasonable precaution to take. Versus if I have a gun and I pull out and I shoot all these probably high schoolers or, or middle schoolers at the time, then that's that's probably an overstep. I'm not okay. probably it's definitely an overstep. Okay, so what about this scenario? If I'm a white woman and there's a black man in the store with me and all of a sudden I can't find my cell phone and I get on the phone and I call the police and next thing you know, I'm being recorded and now I'm a Karen because I saw this perception. You were next to me. My phone went missing and I accused you of stealing it. Well, here's the thing. Again, here's the nuance in that situation, which I feel like, mind you, I feel like that situation is a lot closer than me pulling out a gun and shooting the kids. But here's the difference. Is there a legitimate reason other than the proximity to assume them? Now, if you say, hey, like, yo, like I saw him reaching this direction to get something and I didn't know what it was. And I asked him and he said, oh, I was just reaching to get candy or yada, yada, yada. Then that's one thing. That's a, that's a that's a fair perception to have. You know that m reminds me of the the initial uh, story that brought on this situation. When I saw the cat take the thing, I didn't I didn't initially say he took my sister's ticket. I said, hey, I saw that guy come up here and take something off of them. Was that my sister's ticket? And that's and I asked though because he could have been up there grabbing anything. What he grabbed up there could have been his, and it could there could have been no issue involved. So I asked that. Then the guy the guy who worked there was looking around. I was like, oh my god, I don't see the ticket. That's that's what he must have grabbed. And then ultimately they decide found out that that's is indeed what he grabbed. I feel like there's nothing wrong with taking per, precaution, but to levy an accusation with no basis behind it that's something separate entirely. what i feel like it's a closer analogy to what you're trying to get at that to this situation is if i'm a white lady in an elevator and four black guys come in there and then i grab my purse and i squeeze onto my purse something tight as if they're going to try to take it i feel like that's a scenario that's played out in cinema and people kind of know the whole thing or if i'm if i if i'm a woman and i'm going to enter into a, an elevator and i see that it's occupied by all men and i go you know what i'm not gonna get on this one i'll wait for the next one to for it to be you know not so packed with you know just men or whatever like i feel like that's more akin to that situation because that's you saying okay am i using an abundance amount of caution yes am i particular Am I potentially stereotyping? Absolutely. But am I doing something that's an overstep that can cause somebody harm? I don't think so. Like, I don't think at the end of the day, any of that can cause anybody any harm. How could that not cause anybody harm? You, you said earlier in the episode that you were um, 
a significant amount of pounds more than you are now and how you dress, I know that you have been stereotyped by the police before, or you've been stereotyped around a white person before. Did that make you feel a certain type of way? Because what, what you I, know you didn't, you don't have any intentions on harming someone. It, like I said, it, it all depends on the context. If if the context makes it seem like, and here's what I mean. So, and this is just me in particular. I like I used to jog to the gym, right? And I would jog to the gym. And if it was nighttime, and there was any male who was behind me, I crossed on the other side of the street. Cause I'm like, yo, like, I don't need anybody behind me. Now, if you're in front of me, that's fine. But like, you can't be in a hiding. But if a woman, it was behind me, like doing a jog or doing whatever, I, I continued on my job. Now, a woman, just like a man could grab a gun out and try to rob me. But clearly there's something in my head that has told me that men are more prone to try to, you know, rob people than women are whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. It don't take a whole lot of pressure to squeeze a trigger and kill anybody. And the woman is just as capable as killing me with a gun as a man is. So the fact that I do that is me signaling like, hey, this guy could just be out on a walk just like I am. He could be walking to the local 7-Eleven. He could do a, a million other things that can cause him to be behind me. And be honest with you, 99 and 100% of the time, that's what they're doing. They're about their fucking business. They didn't even know I was going to be out that day. So let alone to be like plotting to come get me and steal it. And I'm in basketball shorts. I'm not a, a prime target. So they really would have to just be wanting to kill some random person, which is not as prevalent as the news would make you believe. Like people just want to kill people for the fuck of it. It's not as prevalent as you would think. So it's like the, the overwhelming uh the overwhelming probability is that it's going to be a non-confrontational situation to begin with, but I just take that precaution and jump. And I say that to say this. So if I'm in a context, like if I was jogging and there was a white woman in front of me and she crossed the other side of the street, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take any offense to that. Now, now granted, I'm not in her side of her head. I don't know if she says, I only did that because you were a black male. Or and or I or she says I would have done that for any male, or I would have done that for anybody. Maybe as for a female, you see even other females as a threat, and say like I would do that for anybody just being behind me. I'm crossing to the other side of the street. So like in that situation, I wouldn't care. There's been other situations where like um, where I feel like somebody was trying to exercise some caution, and I'm thinking to myself like, yo, like what do you have that I what that I would want, you know, like, like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I, did you think like you get offended a little bit? Yeah, like, I'm like, I can, like, like, I'm like, me, I'm like, you know, I can understand, like, if you have like a really expensive purse or and stuff like that, you did that, I might feel a certain type of way, but I'm like, are you exercising caution? I'm like, motherfucker, you, you, you're wearing Crocs, like, like, <laughs> what am I, like, what am I gonna take? Like, <laughs> stop, you're so annoying. But it's just very, it's very interesting how, you know, I know the media is controlled by the government and, you know, even us, like these, you, we think like this because we're getting conditioned to think in this manner. And I was just saying, like, do I need to go to therapy? Like, I can't be thinking like this. I offended my damn self because how am I going to like, like, I judge people 
for, you know, like judging people all the time. Like who does that? But just because I feel that, you know, social media, the media, like everybody's inflaming all this crime. People are talking to me, like making me, you know, get a little bit cautious about my surroundings and things like that, that I am starting to have these thoughts and I want to unthink it. And I guess I need to go see a therapist at this point, because how do I uncondition myself to, to be like this and, you know, portray this type of behavior. I think part of it is like, these are, I wouldn't say, I don't want to go as far as to say that they're traumas, but like, I feel like the brain is a crazy thing. Like it's such a complex, just like thing, right? Like your brain, like what causes you to act a certain way? What goes into the way you think? Like all these different things that you're you're like dealing with on a constant basis. Like I wouldn't even say a daily, from a day to day, I would say from moment to moment, you're being brought information that's all being processed and it affects a move that you might not make until like a month later. Like I said, you could watch a, a, a something on the news today in 2021 and that thing that you saw today could affect an action in 2023 or so on and so forth so you're like constantly receiving information and have to figure out like okay as a human being who's programmed to find different ways to survive like survival is like instinctual it's like what part of it is just part of that that behavior looking for how to survive or cope with the stressors of the world and what part of it is just me becoming a little bit crazy because everything's on a spectrum I might be a little bit crazy with the way that I think and especially like I said as it pertains to people within my own community which is fucking terrifying mm -hmm. It's terrifying. It's a, it's a crazy, it's a crazy, crazy place to be. And it's a scary, scary time. And I want, I want to, like I said, let this be known. Anything that's a, that's a, like an iffy situation, black, white, brown, pink, yellow. I'm, I'm overly precautious. I'm on high alert. Like, yo, what's this dude over there? That motherfucker is weird. You know, I'm I'm peeping everything normally. So it's and just I like I want you to know another conditioning thought that everyone has. Well, I mean, I guess there's some science behind it, that most men are a little bit more powerful than women. But also, I mean, I think the society and the media has conditioned men to think that women are not a threat. And that's why you don't ever feel like you need to take precaution when a woman's around, but you know very well, a woman can do harm to you. Yeah, you There's know- so many levels to everything that we think about. It's funny you say that, because I used to joke with my dad, I was like, I'm gonna die at the hands of a woman. Like, I don't want to put that into the ether, but I feel like that would be the way to do it. Cause like, I'm always so on guard and so in such in high alert when it comes to like other males trying to be like, oh yeah, like, yo, like, okay, I'm, I'm aware of my surroundings. I know what people want to do. And literally it, it could be the woman with the AK-47 walking past me. And I'm just like, okay, cool. And like, just looking past it, that's going to be the motherfucker to get you. You know what or I'm why saying? Why does she have to have an AK-47? What if she's just master jujitsu or something? 
Yeah, but yeah, it could it could be it could be anything. It it could be like you said, it could be anything. Like I said, it doesn't take it doesn't take a whole lot for anybody to do harm to anybody else. And the fact that, like, I think as a man, I think it's enough. And you know what? I'm curious to see what you guys think, man. Drop your comments, you know, whether or not you guys talk to us on social media and tell me as men who are listening to this, do you do you genuinely find that women can be a threat to you? Not just like on a theoretical level, like, is there a woman out there who could possibly, you know, do you harm? But like, do on your day-to-day basis, do you ever find yourself saying, hey, that woman might be a threat to me? Because I don't think in my entire existence, I've ever was like, yo, oh, I'm worried about so-and-so because, you know, she could do some crazy shit. No, yeah, it's so interesting. And I think that we have to, well, I think for sure me, like we just got to be, you know, aware of everything because I mean, the most disturbing thing can happen to you blindsidedly and everybody and everything could be a threat and everybody and everything cannot be a threat at the same time. It's just, I don't want to get wrapped up and I don't want everyone else to get wrapped up in what other people want us to be wrapped up in because I have no reason at all to think like that. I've never been harmed by a black male ever in my life. I've never been robbed in my life, but I mean, I think it is smart to, you know, take note to things that are happening around us, but I don't want to think like that. And like I said, like, I gotta unravel some psychological stuff that's going on in my brain, because that is not okay. Yeah, and, and it's it's the process of unlearning. I have unlearning to do within myself, like I said. And I, I think I just naturally need to keep my fear where it, it needs to be. It's And like, fear of sharks and all this other reasonable fears to have. They've never harmed us before. Yeah, like, but it's like, there's going to be a certain level of irrational fear that I just have to unlearn. Because like, I feel like, it, like I said, it's the media has become so sensationalized, the news in particular, that that's, that's the reaction you're going to get. It's like, oh my gosh, everything is going to be killing me. It's like, like I think it's, I think it's a, a lot of it, to be honest with you, is the remnants from the time of like Donald Trump where like, it was, it was the time of like, Okay, what did he do now? Like, 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 let's make everything, you know, like bigger than last week. Oh, he did that last week. So we got to make it seem like what he's doing this week is even bigger. And it's just like, it just seems like it was growing and growing and growing. It's like, oh my gosh. And it was just like hyper sensationalized. Um, it was just like this hyper, uh, just like viewpoint on all these different areas in the news where people wanted to sensationalize everything that now it's like when you cover robbing and all these are murder on the same level, it just makes people like wait for the other shooter drop and be like, okay, well, when am I the next person? Because clearly it's happening every day. Clearly it's happening to everybody. When am I next? And though you use some very prime examples, the whole shark thing, like they're very rarely ever shark attacks because sharks don't attack people like that. Usually people are like messing with them or they accidentally bite them, but they don't prey on humans. And yeah, then it's like they're bleeding or something. Yes. And then also the, the like a plane crash. 
I remember in, was it 2014, the missing Malaysian airline? And we were covering that plane, sadly. I mean, something, that plane vanished. But sadly, we were covering that plane for years. I remember my ex-boyfriend was like, I am so sick of hearing about that damn plane. Like everyone was scared to go on planes for like months and months and months. And same thing after 9-11. You never, but you never hear about a plane vanishing or a plane crashing because that's a art that you know we've mastered and like it rarely ever happens, but people get terrified because you keep seeing it over and over and you keep hearing it over and over and over. I have family members who refuse to fly. And 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 I have a buddy of mine who's actually a ply, pilot and he says, and he he swears up and down. He 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 swears up and down. He says, driving your car will always be substantially more, more dangerous. dangerous than flying in air being Absolutely. a passenger in an airplane. He was like, it's not even close. And one more huge example is that damn vaccine. First of all, we all have, you know, like our thoughts about the vaccine, but that it just blows my mind that I have very close friends that be like, oh my God, this girl had a stroke and she can't even talk anymore. I'm not getting the vaccine. And it's like, girl, everybody around you has been vaccinated. Why are we focused on this one girl that social media wanted to inflame to put fear in people's mind of taking the vaccine which i mean there's tons of reasons to question this damn vaccine but i don't think ever talking again is one of the reasons to think and here's the thing and here's the thing you say that but just like the nature of vaccines to begin with is like we've been as a human population we've been taking vaccines for years it's like that's how we got rid of polio that's how we got rid of all these things it's because a smallpox it's it's like it's like it's the reason why people aren't dying from so many diseases like the plague that used to you know just kill you know entire populations so this idea is like vaccines like i i don't know about you it's like you had to get vaccinated to go to school like people want to act like that was new I had to send in my vaccination records when I was younger, when I was playing sports, we had to send in our vaccination records. And now all of a sudden everybody was like, oh my God, what is the government trying to do that? And I was talking to somebody, I was like, don't you remember doing that in undergrad? Don't you remember them putting a hold on your account before you could sign up for classes, before you sent in your vaccination records? Don't you remember you couldn't participate in export before you had a physical and a vaccination record? Like, when did all of a sudden, because now you saw the news and somebody told you you should be scared, so now you're scared. And I think, like you said, I think your example was perfect to hit on. That's what we've come to when it comes to an irrational fear of certain people. It's just like, well, somebody on the news told me I should be scared, so and somebody on the news told me I should be worried, so I am. No, yeah, that's totally what it is, and it's wild. But, I mean, we everybody's well within their rights to be questioning things and, you know, having some kind of thought about it. But I mean, it just definitely puts in perspective and I definitely had to check myself and I encourage everyone else to check themselves. Like, what is my reason for thinking in this manner? 
we definitely have to unlearn these things, but that is that. I thought that would be very interesting because I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing the same things. Just, um, I think that it was just a very necessary conversation to have, especially because I feel like after our, our urge to purge episode, I feel like maybe we even on our podcast played a part in oh. some people like, oh, there's an urge to purge. There, There's people that should be worried, like people are doing all this crazy stuff. And maybe we've added to more people being on guard. So maybe this, it kind of, you know, is, is our version of a way to say like, okay, maybe we need to take a step back and look at things and not saying don't be on guard, but just think rationally, people. But I definitely appreciate all of you guys joining us today. Destiny. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.